yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is heck of boring. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. Let's do this. Okay. Hello, you are listening to the Stand Up Dads. I'm Rob. And I'm Mike. We're a couple of stand-ups that uh, have kids, and uh, we're trying to make the best of both worlds. <laughs> uh, As best we can, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to jump right into it and talk about... There, I saw an article about uh, how to raise a resilient kid, because <laughs> my kid, uh, he's five and has a whole lot of quit in him. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the guy... Which we don't know is, like, is that, like... That might just be normal. I know I had a lot of quit in me. <laughs> like no. I still have quit in me. Oh. Yeah, I don't. It's it's not laziness because you. Yeah. It's just yeah. That was hard. I, I'm done. And it <laughs> fucking drives me nuts. So yeah. I'm like, all right, let me see. So uh, apparently, resilient kids come from parents who do these eight things. Okay. So, so listen closely. Yeah. The first one: let your kids struggle. <laughs> Which I totally, it makes sense, because if they don't struggle, they're never going to learn what it's like to overcome. But I don't know about you, but a lot of times I jump in because it's fucking annoying when things don't work. Yeah. It's like, here, just give me, shut the fuck up and give it to me. I'll fix it. Here, go. (laughs) My problem is like, I'll, uh, I'll jump in and say my daughter will say something about someone bugging her at school. And I'll be like, well, don't hang out with that person anymore. And she'll be like, dad, like the other day she told me, dad. If you always get angry when I tell you something, I'm not going to want to tell you anything anymore. And I was like, damn it, you're in second grade. That's not cool. <laughs> Once again, she's the mature one. <laughs> she's the mature one. I'm like, I'm ready like, cut them out. Cut them out. Well, and then that goes up to the next thing um, of number two, let your kid experience rejection. <laughs> so, And that fucking sucks because I've seen it where my kid – doesn't feel like he's involved in something and you just yeah. want to jump in and be like, hey, how about we take turns? Well, fuck that, you know? I mean, I spent a bunch of time on the sidelines. I was the chubby immigrant kid, <laughs> even though I was fucking born here. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's got to build some character because if someone's always opening doors for them, mm. they're going to be fucking just, they'll be a millennial. It's true. And I feel bad because I really, I don't know, sometimes I feel like, because I volunteer a lot at my daughter's school. Yeah. And I have the time because I work from home. And when she tells me certain kids are bugging her, I really want to push them in the mud. <laughs> well, yeah. Which is not okay. No. <laughs> well, I mean. You can't do it. No. Yeah. Well, not with anyone looking. Uh, <laughs> Louis C.K. does a bit where uh, he gets in this kid's face because he went after his daughter. Ah. Oh. And, uh just totally got into the kid's head <laughs> and the kid was like crying and he's like oh shit this is not okay yeah and the kid was too stupid to fucking tell on him so. <laughs> <coughs> i'm too scared of that i think i'm too scared yeah, of, yeah. and anyway. plus i'm more scared not of the school not of the teacher i'm scared of olivia because she would you know she's the one that would give me the most <laughs> she'd be like you did that dad I'm never telling you something again. And it's like, I need her to tell me stuff when yeah. she gets older. <laughs> no, you did a good thing. You know, I remember yeah. when you were talking about last time, 
yeah. about, you know, the boy that was inappropriate. Mm. And, you know, withholding the urge to run to the kitchen to get a knife and go, show me where he lives, you know, just. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You, you know, good job, Mike. Yeah. So, it's the worst. It's the worst. But, yeah, I mean, so far the first two are tough because you want to protect your kid. Yeah. Yeah, and, for sure. And the best thing to do is let them get hurt. And it's just, it's a tough one. How'd uh, they come up with eight? Well, we'll get there. And it's yeah. how they come up with the Ten Commandments. They're all full of shit. <laughs> but, uh, Honor thy father and mother, yeah. okay. Robert. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> thou shall not covert, or covet. Covert? Covert. <laughs> covet thy neighbor's wife. What are you going to think about while Unless you're jacking off? she's up? really hot. <laughs> I think if she's really hot, it might be okay. Is it? What if? Okay, think back, to, think back to when this bullshit was written. It's true. Do you think anyone was really hot? Dang it. Probably not. Could you imagine eating pussy in, like, 1000 BC? <laughs> it's all, like, half crow magnets. <laughs> Here, let me get these beetles out. No. Oh, and they're all hairy <laughs> everywhere and, like, oh. But if that's all you know. And no one can bathe, like, for real. Yeah. Like, there's no soap. We're wandering in the <laughs> desert for 40 years. How about munching me out? <laughs> oh, my God. I never thought of that. Uh, yeah. They can't wash out their vagina. I'm sure they could. Oh, with what? The Red Sea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Horrible. Horrible. So, and they have, like, a ridge over their eyes, like a fo- and, like, yeah, whole yeah. brow. Like, okay, <laughs> like that's a Star Trek, dude. <laughs> Yeah, they've got. A, they look like Klingon, but no, they don't. But, <laughs> but it's funny because think about how bad it was then, and now you get a little upset if there's like a little piece of toilet paper on there. You're like, oh. I don't even like if there's a random hair on their chin and they forgot to pluck it, or there's a chin, or there's a hair somewhere, anywhere. Well, I don't like it. I've always said if someone's you know fucks up a good thing, I always call them a coarse black hair on the nipple of life. <laughs> It's just like, oh, this is wonderful. Oh, what the fuck is this? Yes, yes. It's it's not right. It's not right. Anyway, back to the thing. Number three. Okay. Do not condone a victim mentality. What's that mean? It means life's not fair. Get a fucking helmet. Oh, don't whine about it. Yeah. I failed this test because the teacher didn't do a good job. Fuck you. You know what? (laughs) It's not fair. It it fucking drives me nuts when I hear like in politics nowadays (laughs) people saying. You want a fair thing? There's nothing fucking fair out there. <laughs> the sooner you get used to it and overcome unfairness on your own, the better off you're going to be in the long run. And that's another hard one to teach because yeah. you want to make it fair for your kid. You want them to you think that do, everything's okay. Which is weird. Where like with me, I will make it fair if there's a bully, but like other stuff. How do you hold them down once you kick them back? No, no, not hold them down. I wish that, but like I am not cool when it comes to anything else. Where I'm just like I end up laughing. You know, like it's something so I think it's dumb. <laughs> like she's upset about something oh, dumb. Yeah, no. And then I'm like and then I'm like, you know, like whatever. Like <laughs> you need to deal with this. And she's like, Stop cro- you know, stop what, laughing like, at me. Susie like, wore the same shirt I did. Oh my god, if it's something that let <sighs> and it will be something ridiculous like that where it's just like, you know, they don't they're upset because they only want to play with me and they don't want to play with someone. I'm like, oh, my God, and I'll f- freaking laugh. It's just like, that's the dumbest thing ever. You know, that's not a real problem. No. It's, <laughs> it's and not tomorrow a real it's, problem. It'll all be behind everybody. Yeah. 
Yeah, and if you, uh, I, I'll point it out. They're just trying to control you, you know, like ridiculous. But <laughs> I remember that in grade school. It's like, well, don't talk to them. They're this, and it's just yes. And then two days later, they're best buddies again. It's like, what the fuck happened? It's the dumbest thing it's ever. Like, dumbest thing ever. Yeah. You made me kick his cat. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so these first three are like, you know, the tough love. You know, let your kid yeah experience stuff, and then it's like, well. Okay, that's kind of an asshole thing. It's like the you know the let a baby cry until it's done. <laughs> but uh, number four, they bring you back around. Be supportive when struggles occur. Mm. So it's like let them do that thing. You know, have them be strong on their own, and you know, don't just say, "Oh, buck up, kid." You know, or get a fucking helmet. <laughs> and but, uh. but you know, their whole thing is validate and empathize. You know, ask them about their feelings. You know what's funny though is they always have these lists and they have these things now, and it's like who knows what's right because well, it makes sense on this. It one. makes sense, but like when I was a kid, <laughs> I remember like I know it wasn't the right way and it didn't work for me, but like at the time they, th- I don't know. I remember my dad telling me when I was gonna a kid said he was gonna fight me like in third grade. <laughs> I was Who like, was that? Oh my God! It was um. Was it nurse? I can't say the name, I guess, but yeah, Modify it was in it, huh? um uh Dryan uh, Farlington. <laughs> oh, he was a fucking dick. Yeah, yeah he said he was gonna. <laughs> he fight was gonna. Me. He said he was gonna fight everybody. He said he was. The same oh thing no, to me. He said I'm gonna fight you tomorrow at lunch, and I told my dad, and my dad was like, "Well, rather than teaching me somehow to fight, my dad was like, well, if you don't fight back, then." It'll be, you know, like, you'll be worse for you when you you'll come home. You'll be his bitch. <laughs> yeah, you'll be worse for you when you get home. You'll so have his, your finger in his belt. Loop yeah, longer. he's going to beat my ass. So <laughs> then I go, and the only thing that saved me was I have an unusually thick skull. And and that means I have a small brain. But I have a thick skull. And I went there, and at lunch, he went to hit me, and I ducked my head. And he hit me right in the top of my head, and he broke his finger. <laughs> did he really? <laughs> he totally did. And that was the end of my f- only fight. Every other fight I talked my way out of. Nice. I totally talked about it, but he broke his finger. And the I next remember day, when he had a broken hand. He came in. We never talked about it again. <laughs> we never talked about it again. Here but that have. was the end. He hit me and started screaming and ran off. And then he went, I guess, to the office and... The next day, he had a cast on, and we never spoke of it again. <laughs> wow. I remember him in the cast. Yep. That's I, I tell. And my daughter has this same skull because she's run into, like, kids when she was little where they got welts on their heads. And those kids were <laughs> screaming. And, and then fine. And then she would scream later seeing them scream. Sure. But she had no injury. Yeah. So she has my skull. It's a steel skull. <laughs> Great. Yeah, which I don't know. I she's smarter than me, so she must have more space for a brain in there. I consider myself like I have a fist-sized brain in there, and it's all skull. <laughs> all right, I'll give you a little bit more credit than that. Not much, but so. <laughs> but that's my only fight. The only really? fight that went to a fight. Everything else, I talked my way out of. I got a bunch of fights, and, and to to defend your dad. Yeah. What the fuck is he going to teach you in an afternoon? But the thing is, too, it's a different time period. Yeah. At the time, I was really upset because I was, like, hoping for some sort of pointer, how to not get killed. Kick how him to in not the balls and up. run. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Anything. 
but it was a different time period. And yeah. you got to figure, too, he worked all the time. So he came home and yeah. was probably like, fuck. Like, <laughs> I don't got don't Tell me my this. kid's going to be a little bitch. <laughs> okay, Just Owen, fight him back. If you're listening to this, there is no such thing as a fair fight. Do whatever the fuck you can to get him on the ground and run away. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Which sadly is true. You know, don't fucking square up like a fucking idiot. You're going to yeah. get your ass kicked. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, take yeah. out a knee, run, and yeah. just hope you never see the guy again. Yeah. And that he can't afford a lawyer. Well, I think we established that in an early episode. I'm a coward, so I should have just ran. But I, I let, I, you know, he broke his finger on me, so. <laughs> I do recall a uh, certain Blart Clarkinson that we talked about in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, going, I think, I think it was like Ireland's 32 over on Gary. Yeah. He got into a confrontation with a group of gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he did, but I just remember him going, Bob, run! Because, <laughs> you know, he was a lot of things, but he wasn't stupid. And so I'm like, all right. It's just, yeah, I'm not looking forward to when that stuff comes up. And hopefully you don't have to deal with that with your daughter. It's a hard thing with a daughter as yeah. opposed to a son, I think, you know? Is like trying to talk, be there for them, and like talk to them. And she takes a lot of sh- stuff from me, which is pretty cool. So I don't think she's gonna take a lot of shit. But at the same time, it's harder. Yeah, it's definitely harder. Okay, back to the list. Number five: help kids learn to label their feelings and emotions. This one, to me. <laughs> like with what? See, well, that's where I feel like an old man with like stickers. Well, no, 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 no. Okay. What it comes down to is if you can't talk about your feelings, they take it. They take it out. It's like imagine you've played charades with people that are fucking idiots, and yes, you can't use your words. Yes. You know how angry you get when it's yes. like. It's this, you know? Yeah. That's what they're trying to say it's like. So if you can't name your emotion, you know, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling whatever the fuck a five or seven-year-old will feel. Yeah. If you can't put a name on it, you can't deal with it. You know, it's almost like when you, you know, hey, doc, I'm bleeding out of my ass. Oh, that's called this, you know, it's called Gray's disease. Is it? No. (laughs) (laughs) You have a new disease. (laughs) Why is it named after me? You got some nasty ass rash on your. That's <laughs> fucked up. Why is it named after me? I didn't know but, that. Dang but you it. know what? Something about having a name for it, yeah, makes you feel a little bit better. Like, oh, okay, this is a thing. It's not <laughs> some crazy thing that's gonna kill me for no. Re- you know, it's just yeah. if you can name it and deal with it, you can. You know, you don't end up having to lash out at other people as a result. Yeah. Because, you know, that relief you feel after the charades, you're you fucking idiot. It was a whatever. If I was a real good comedian, I'd have come up with a, an example there. But, <laughs> oh, you know what? Going back to the victim mentality. Yeah. You do some teaching, right? Oh, yeah. And then oh you get God. the uh, parents. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, because it's almost to, like, winter break, like, we'll get kind of, like, meetings with the parents and stuff. And it's just the worst <laughs> when you meet with parents that have no idea that their kids didn't do any work. <laughs> And on one hand, you'll end up with some parents where it's like, it's like a Christmas story, that movie where, you know, where you'll tell the parents and the parents are like, they've been working. They've been telling me. And then when you point it out, actually, they haven't done, turned in anything since like November. They're like, what? And you'll hear the kid like, I'm sorry, like on the phone call. <laughs> so like, it's kind of comforting to know they defend the kid first. It's comforting, but at the same time, you know, like, 
oh my god, this is going to be awful when they get off the phone. It's the worst to hear. The next one, like the next level. You haven't heard the smacking or anything on the <laughs> No, but you will have some ki- some parents on other ones where you're like on a phone call, you have all their teachers on the call, and like you'll hear them telling them like, um, at least they know the kid's not doing the work, but they're so mad about it. Or it's like that one to me reminds me more of like Breakfast Club because they're like, "Do you hear that? You hear what your you hear what they said? You heard you heard what your math teacher said? Yes. Well, why aren't you doing the work? I don't want to. <laughs> why don't you want to? Do you not want to graduate? Maybe not. <laughs> My teacher has a thick skull. Oh, <laughs> and it's the worst because you're like, oh, let's just talk about how they can get back on so track. The, do the teachers get mad at you? No, the teachers don't. I mean, I'm sorry, not the teachers, the parents. The parents, no. Because that's where the victim meant to, okay, so that's actually encouraging, because. No, it's more like. It's like, hey, my kid just doesn't deserve an F in this class. Yeah, the parent, yeah, for, at least for me, the worst ones are when the parents are like, they didn't know what was going on, because they're not paying attention, like they should, and then they get angry. And then the kid's like, you know, the kid wasn't doing any work. Well, if you were a better teacher, he'd be more interested. Yes. And you're like, dang (laughs) it. Have you heard that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seriously? Oh, yeah, for sure. How do you not tell them to go fuck themselves? (sighs) Because, I don't know, they don't, people don't see it that way, you know? And it's like, I can understand it because my initial jerk reaction, if something happens to Olivia, is to want to be like, I'm going to burn and scorch this field. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't say this about my kid, you know? And I, I totally understand it. Not all teachers do, though. Yeah. And when those teachers are on the call, that's what makes it way worse. Because when those teachers almost make it worse because they like to say over, you know, instead of just saying, like, you haven't done the work. They want to say, like, we talked to you, right? <laughs> and why didn't you do the work? You didn't want to. Do you want to do the work? Is that the good way or the bad way? <sighs> I think it's for me. It's a bad way. I was gonna say because it feels condescending. And it's for like, me, it feels condescending because I shut off and you're not even talking to me. Yeah, yeah. It's I just... hate those. I hate those where I'm like, come on, man. Like the kid already knows their parents on the call. What are you gonna do? You know, like leave them alone. Like, do you think teachers with kids end up being better just because they end up getting that? I don't know. I guess you'd have to be a decent parent in order for that to translate through. I think, yeah. Like, you could have a shitty parent that's a teacher that's just <laughs> shitty to everybody. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think about it's that. the type of parent you are, the type of teacher you are. Unfortunately, sometimes it comes out. It's not so much age, but like mental age, where I feel like you will sometimes have. Are you trying to justify dating 20-year-olds again? <laughs> we will get back to that. <laughs> And I will justify it. <laughs> but I think, like, sometimes people, I don't know, they just don't identify with how kids are compared. You know, if you look at a kid and think they're going to be like we were when we didn't have any of the stuff that we have, you know, that's going on now. Like, you have to look at it as you have to figure out what motivates them now. And you have some teachers that are just like, I'm going to humiliate you instead. <laughs> and you know what? 
I think humiliating someone is like, it didn't work in the 70s. It doesn't work now. <laughs> some people are into it. Yeah. <laughs> and some people think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Is to just like, I'm going to make you feel bad for not doing the work. And it's like, I think everyone knows they're not doing the work. That's why we're on this call. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, yeah. I mean, thinking back, I always felt horrible when I didn't do something. Like, yeah. And, you know, it's like, yeah, you don't need to remind me. I already know I'm a fuck up. Yeah. It's and if you say it too much, it just reinforces it to the kid. So what are you going to do? Like, you want the kid to be able to have it, give them an out so they can start to do their work. But if you start to make them feel like you think they're also, of course the kid thinks that or they're not. That's why they're not doing the work. Hi, this is Owen. You listen to Stand Up Dads. So I met, I mean, I, I talked on one of them where one of the parents was like, well, my kid's school's not that important. Because my son is now helping us with the family business, and they have to work with us. And and it was a farm, you know? So it's like the kid's working on that. And and all I could think of was, like, that's what happened to my grandfather in, like, 1920. Yeah. So it really made me start to think in terms of, like, is that the state we're in now? Like Going back to the Great Depression? (laughs) Are we going backwards? Or, even worse, I thought, there's still a farm? Like... (laughs) Well, you always hear people <laughs> here. talking about, yeah. you know, small farmers, which, you know, I thought was like the fucking Easter Bunny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the education, people are saying that education is not worth it. I disagree with them. Oh, my God. But and it's that's also... what happens, where people say education is not worth it. And what I don't agree with where is where they say that. For the most part, the people that will say that is because our current system is set up to care mostly about, like, degrees instead of having a, like, trade. But my grandfather and people that I know from that era, they still, like, self-taught themselves. Yeah. And... They had trades, so, like, I will always push my students towards trades that they love. But they like also I, thought that cigarettes were healthy back then. True, but, <laughs> but the thing is, like, you know, they thought trades. Well, apprenticeship a trade and stuff, I think it would be a good thing to have. It's just yeah, how many jobs are out there like that anymore? You know, I mean, like machinists and stuff. We don't do that here. It's true. You know, a plumbers stuff and stuff. I mean, stuff where you actually need to be on site, that's going to be safe. I don't see that being plumber. Crazy. Welder. Even uh, welding's getting done by robots and stuff nowadays. Really? Yeah. Dang it. So it's just, you know, Crap. mechanic. I mean, and that shit, now you need a fucking computer's degree just to work on a car anymore. Dang it. No, and I'm not shooting it down. I think it's. I think an yeah. apprenticeship system is actually a good thing yeah. to have. Because some people aren't cut out to go to school. What's sad about it, I feel like, is like without education, then people don't take advantage of stuff like voting or like you need the education to get to the point where you care about stuff beyond just I'm going to get a job. Well, you know, like, you know, I don't know. I hated college. <laughs> I hated every day of college. Every single day I hated it. And I learned more from traveling and talking to people and, you know. And hooking up. <laughs> yeah, I learned which bumps to worry about. <laughs> hey, doctor, like, I can't say that. Like, I learned no. that sometimes it hurts to pee. Uh, but, no, but I mean, I think I'm not downplaying education. Fucking, I think more people need to read. I mean, not even yeah, not even like boring nonfiction stuff. Just read fiction. You know, read do it. Anything, yeah, because it's going to give you a different outlook, point yeah. of view. Um, where the fuck did, how did we get onto this? But I still think it's an important thing because it is, you know, it's just, you know, cause people are always ask, cause I am 
I Kim gives me shit because I have all this useless information in my head. <laughs> but is it useless? It's still information. No, it's still <laughs> fucking useless. I, mean, <laughs> I could give you like, I could go back to a Brady Bunch episode where they went to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Bobby and Cindy sneak out at night with <laughs> Beans and Franks and a flashlight for the little Indian boy. <laughs> yeah. And I can't fucking tell you what time I'm supposed to meet her mom, you know, on <laughs> Sunday. You know, she's like, you remember all that, and you can't fucking remember my anniversary, you know, my But birthday. you know why. Why? Because it's important to you to remember. I don't give a fuck. I no. wish I could get that out of my head. No, you still like that memory. <laughs> You don't want to know. The and that was the same episode <laughs> where they got locked in the jail cell in the ghost town. And what? they had to use their belt to get the key off the wall. Because, you know, oh, when yeah, you yeah. lock oh, someone yeah. up, you have to put the key on the wall. <laughs> That's true. Fuck it. <laughs> See, I remember that shit. And I just, important things fall out of my head. But you know? barely, dude. You remember so much stuff. Useless stuff. Like Without you, you, I don't remember anything from ages six to 19. <laughs> That's from self-abuse. <laughs> Is it? No, Is I'm, it? Like when you were talking <laughs> about, you know, Byron Farlington. <laughs> I distinctly remembered, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. See, that's the thing. I remember events. I don't remember details, like names. Oh, okay. There yeah. was a guy that got his pinky stuck in someone's helmet. Oh, I remember that. And he broke his pinky and ran around the field like three times screaming oh. and then just ran off the field and like no coaches could catch him to help him. <laughs> Oh, my God, I remember that. And I just, I don't know. See, that's what pops in my head. Yeah. So I'm, you know, my wiring is screwed up to where I'm remembering that stuff. And shit, this is a comedy, well, we'd like to think a comedy podcast. <laughs> Pat Oswald talks about, um, he sings this jingle about some car dealership. <laughs> and he sings it a couple of times and all the words. Yeah. He's like, that was a jingle from a car dealership from when i was a little kid and he sings another one it's like this is like 40 years ago i still remember every word i could i took a cpr class from my daughter six months ago and, I <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like jesus christ he's fucking right because i've done but it's an thing. age thing yeah it's not I an think age a, oh so you're saying is. you're like a sponge when you're a little kid yeah my daughter can remember anything she learns right now so okay. but i'm old i can't remember sh- anything if i learn something now yeah it's to get past what i need to keep my job (laughs) and then like a month later if you were to ask me again i mean every year i have to do this stuff where it's like blood-borne pathogens and stuff and i'm like damn it Mm. i have to look that again because i remember that (laughs) well that's in your interest since you're such a fucking whore hey Uh (laughs) hey true but hey Never mind. I have to be careful. Yeah. Okay. Back to the list. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. Label feel. Okay. Mm-hmm. We did uh, let your kids struggle. Let them experience rejection. Don't condone a victim vent- mentality. Be supportive when struggles occur. Help learn how to label feelings and emotions. And number six, give kids tools to self-soothe. What's that mean? Is uh, that like letting them play on their own? Well, like there was talking like one of the examples <coughs> they gave was like giving your kid a calm down kit. It's not going to work for everybody, but just something that is that like when we were kids and my parents would give me a pimento glass full of beer. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Except that's self soothing. Yeah, it's, uh, I drank it and it soothed me. Yeah, it's a good thing you were lightweight. But 
Um, now you need a pickle jar and, you know, when you were nine. But no, I mean, it's just, you know, like they were talking about some kids, you know, find something that lets them re, you know, reset. You know, some kids, it could be Play-Doh just because they're actually, you know, usually it's something physical just because yeah. you get that out. That one's kind of, to me, kind of a touchy-feely, <laughs> nebulous one, which... You're all hippie. I'm like, ah, if I do seven out of eight, I <laughs> should be good. Kind of. Let's see. This one's a big one. Uh, I think I do good on this one. Parents admit their mistakes and fix them. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I mean, to me, it shows the kid that, you know, because I remember when I was a kid, you thought adults were perfect. Yeah. Like, they don't make mistakes. And, you know, the first time I realized it was, like, amazing. Like, oh, I made a mistake. And it's just... yeah. Yeah, kid, I fuck up all the time. <laughs> I'm yeah. more shocked when I do it right. Yeah. So, it's, you know, because I've seen my kid when he thinks something has to be perfect. He gets all wound up. The perfect, yeah. And it's like, no, dude, it's all right. And then, you know, sometimes I'll screw something up on purpose just because, see, that's really <laughs> hard, you know, even though it's not. But <laughs> I don't know. Knowing that other people have failed lets you feel like you could, too. Yeah. Because if you don't try, your failure is good. I mean, it's just if I succeeded at everything I did, it's the only cool. time you'll learn. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, I've learned yeah. more from when I fuck up than when I do it right. Yeah. Because um, when you do it right, everything goes smooth. Yeah. So, And then the final one. And then this one, I I fight with my wife on this one all the time. Okay. Uh, connect the kid's self-worth to their level of effort. What? Which means, so Olivia does really good on a test. What do you yeah. tell her? I always tell her, like, that's awesome. You know, you... But like, you're doing great, you know. Yeah, but I mean, so, but they're what they're trying to say is like congratulate the process, not the result. So if she does really good on a test, you worked really hard for that. Good job. Instead of you're so smart, because if you get you're so smart, they just automatically assume I'm smart. I don't have to study, or I don't uh. have to do this, or if I don't get this result, I'm gonna hide it because they're gonna think I'm not smart. Uh. But if they work hard. They're not going to hide it because they worked hard. So you're rewarding the process because it's not always going to work. Dang it. I never but, thought of that. Because Kim will go, oh, you're so smart. Oh, and I'm like, don't fucking say that. She's like, well, you don't think he's smart? I'm like, well, no. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no smarter than any other six-year-old, you know, yeah, five-year-old. Yeah, five-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, he does things that amaze me sometimes. And then he does things that amaze me and how stupid they were. That's how it goes, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like he's a normal kid. You know, and it's yeah. like, hey, you worked really hard on that. You know, like, yeah, he does, you know, like building Legos. Look at this. It's like, oh, you worked really hard on that. Good job. Oh, and that's a good way to. And then say he feels it. proud because it's like it was acknowledged. You worked really hard on it. I like. And that. if he didn't, I don't tell him he worked hard on it. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you know, like this didn't work. Did you try? No. Yeah. <laughs> fucking go back and do it. You know, it's just and that goes back to the first one. I mean, these all kind of relate to each other in a yeah. way. You know, go ahead and fail and then come back and then we'll work on it together. And it's just. Yeah. And then after that, it's like, hey, and I'm not good at giving out compliments because to me, when someone gives a compliment, they want something because oh. that's how I was raised. So, oh. <laughs> so I don't give out compliments and it pisses my wife off like crazy. <laughs> and I'm sure it's going to piss off my kid and make him feel insecure and I'll apologize now. But if you get a compliment, compliment for me, it fucking meant something. <laughs> It's, uh, I don't know where I was going with it, but. No, I get it. Cause like Olivia does the stuff where it's like, same thing, like you said, where it's like one time you'll think, like she'll say something and you're like, oh my God, she's more mature than me. And then another time, <laughs> like I was like, 
I watched her wipe a booger on her backpack. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? She's like, well, I just wipe them on there. <laughs> oh, dude. You have a collection? <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God. Well, that's what shows you're eight, you know, compared yeah. to the stuff where you're, like, lecturing me and all of a sudden sounding like a therapist. Yeah. Then the next minute, you're like, I'm wiping my boogers on my backpack. <laughs> like, I don't know what's worse. And, like, what of it? What of it? Like, it's my backpack. <laughs> I can yeah. do what I want with my backpack. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> I don't know. It, I don't know what's worse, wiping it on a backpack or eating it. Yes, at least you didn't eat it, and yet still she was too lazy to like. I get remember rid of it. <laughs> a priest at our our grade school. Oh yeah. Uh, I because we were both altar boys. Yeah. No secrets, and to all of you out there, no. Nothing ever happened. Nothing ever happened. Um, I think we weren't good looking enough. Exactly. Yeah. It's we uh, weren't like pretty young boys. I was a <laughs> prime chubby piece of little boy ass. I don't know about you, but um, you would have thought with their wine they would have wanted to hit on us, but nah. like, nope, didn't happen. But I remember, um, let's call him Father Dingleberry. No, <laughs> not making up a complete. We'll call him Father Rob. <laughs> okay. Okay. On several occasions, I caught him when, like, in the middle of someone reading and all the eyes were off of him, except for ours, because we had to look across him. He yeah. would eat boogers in front of oh. hundreds of people. Yeah. <laughs> well, I always thought that, and this is, you know, whatever. We grew up Catholic, but I always thought, like, you know, if you're a priest, you can't, like, be married. You can't date anyone, so... I feel like it makes you weird. So maybe <laughs> like you're eating boogers. Yeah, but maybe he was eating spiders and shit too, like a fucking red pill. I think <laughs> some people are just booger eaters. <laughs> I know. Regardless of like whether or not their sexual tensions coming out no, in some other way. I don't way. think there's anything. I think that's just because that goes back to when you were a little kid. Because I remember like as a little, little kid. Yeah. Like maybe five, I would get a runny nose and then I would just kind of. Lick my well, tongue you're up. Five. Yeah, but, but and then I realized, okay, that was kind of weird. But he was an adult. But I agree <laughs> with you though. The ones that are like actual like pedophiles, you're like, yeah, that doesn't just happen because of regardless of your situation. You're only that way if you're that way. <laughs> well, did you ever think back to like, because uh, we had a couple of priests that were there for like six months and then just left. Oh, and I then you hear all this. That. I didn't either. And then you hear stories about how the priest, the church would move people around. And once they got, oh. I was like, oh, fuck. I wonder if someone was getting diddled in our school. Oh, my God. I never thought of that. I, there was priests that came and yeah, left fast. And they were cool. But oh, Maybe they were cool because they were working on people. I guess. it's Because uh, I remember we had this Irish guy that was really cool. Yeah. And I remember we had the black dude that was on uh, Family Feud when we were in second grade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was cool, but he was yeah. in and out. Uh, mm. I remember they lost. See, why the fuck do I remember that? And I can't remember. But the... I need to know this stuff because I forget it until you say it. That's uh, why you remember Yeah, but it. you remember it, though. It's not like. Not until you say it. Well, you know, but once I say it, it clicks. Then I remember Good, because if you were to still look at me. I I'm wouldn't like, have remembered it. Maybe I'm it. imagining all this crap. I wouldn't have remembered it. No. Uh, I remember, like, nothing. Like, my brain can hold, like, a static amount of information and it seems to only hold maybe the last couple of years <laughs> well, i think i don't know i think if we were to do this more often we'd probably 
I think it would open up parts of your brain that you haven't used. You know what I mean? As I far, hope so, yeah. No, because I mean, because on the drive home, I'll start remembering all this other crap. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, crap, and then I can't sleep. Yeah, I remember all the girls now that I liked that were older than us. Do you remember your first crush? My first? I do. Damn it, my first. Is it like super early or eighth grade? No, I'm I'm talking kindergarten. Kindergarten? I had a thing for a girl named Teresa Graham, and I don't know if I liked her because of her or if just her last name sounded like the cracker. <laughs> and I was a little fat kid. But yeah. But yeah, I don't know why I remember that. I don't think I ever talked to her. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah. You don't, come on, you know you had crushes on girls I in grade did, school. I did, but I can't remember what my first was. I think. Mrs. Del Noki. No way. <laughs> No, she was the meanest teacher ever, man. <laughs> she was so mean. She was not mean. Oh, she was horrible to me. She was horrible to you because you had a brother that set the stage for you. <laughs> she was mean. I remember oh. she had her... Uh, I had, hated her. She had a buddy. She had a friend that was from Hungary that lived in a studio with a hot plate. She was a nun that she left stopped. it so she could have kids, and then she got Yeah, because she was Susa's sister. Yeah, and she got punished with having only boys because my mom said that she hated boys, and it was true. <laughs> like, she hated boys. Not All the parents her. said that. She was, like, super mean to I think boys. your mom was just trying to make you feel better. She was always hella cool to me. What the hell? <laughs> Man. She was actually really nice. Maybe it's because she thought I was in, cause I was in the shit brown reading group. She was a bitch. <laughs> She was a bitch. Never had a problem with her. Mm. A, I thought Kari Dodd didn't like us. And I'm sure everyone listening is probably like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> but uh, anyway, this has gone quite a while. Uh, we're at like 40-something minutes. Wow, that's uh, a good one. Okay. So I think this might be a good time to put in some plugs. Okay. Go ahead with yours. Yeah, that's way long. I don't even like listening to stuff that's longer than 20. Yeah, so, <laughs> so um, we'll edit, including this portion. <clears throat> I do, <laughs> yeah, if you go to pencilforhire.com, P-E-N-C-I-L-F-O-R-H-I-R-E.com, that's the work <laughs> I do. I love it. You had to close your eyes and concentrate. You look like Ray <laughs> Charles. I'm an old man. You're swaying. <laughs> um, I had to visualize it. Couldn't you just say... <clears throat> Pencil, F-O-R, higher. Well, now that you say that, it sounds better. Because <laughs> when someone starts spelling more than five letters, I shut out. Dang it. But anyway, that would be uh, pencilfor.com. Damn it. Yes. And uh, check out that site. Mike's an amazing artist. If you're listening to this, you can see the artwork. He did that, like, just whipped it out, you know, while we were eating lunch one day. He does amazing stuff, and he can do it for you. Uh, he's also good at computer <laughs> shit and stuff. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Anyway, if you have any suggestions for the show, uh, or you just want to say hi or fuck you, email us at thestanduppdads at gmail.com. That's thestanduppdads at gmail.com. And you can hear me on my side project, which is Gag on This. Uh, look for Gag on This podcast. It's about Sacramento comedy. Uh, wherever you hear your podcasts. And uh, with that, uh, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.